Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Powered by Air Alliance Team Heating and Cooling. Getting the job done quickly, correctly, 100% of the time. I'm Anthony Stalter. It's the Fastlane on 101 ESPN. Let's head to our celebrity line. We have the Cardinals Hall of Famer, Matt Holiday. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. How we doing? Well, we're doing good. Jamie and I are doing really good. Brad Thompson is ticked, though. Uh, Brad, Brad was hoping to talk to you today. Yeah. He, he realized that you weren't going to be on that first hour of the show. And one of the questions he had was, in what ways do you dislike Brad? Uh, well, I where to start. Um <laughs> You know, is he in? Is he in London? I mean, where, where is he? No, he's not he, in London. They left him here. Okay, so he's here, and he couldn't do the whole show. Like he couldn't come on for more than an hour. That, like, yeah, what? that's correct. That's a great question. Yeah, it's a good question, though. It's mm-hmm. a great question. Yeah. So he's doing absolutely nothing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, his former show buddies is like teammates, and he drops in for an hour and thinks that that's somehow uh, my fault. That. We're not on together? Yeah, he's hmm. he's got issues, I think. When you word it like that, Matt, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Well, it's fine. We'll just spread it out. You know, we, we don't want to, you know, we'll just spread us out a little bit over the over the show so you guys have somebody to talk to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Hey, during your, yeah. during your career, did you have any international, was the international uh, games in play when uh, you were playing? I don't know. I don't think so. I never was part of anything like that. Um, I got to play uh, a couple of USA deals overseas. So I, I was able to play out of the country a little bit. Um, but I never I never played uh, any major league situations uh, overseas. So uh, it's, it's interesting. I, I, I'm not it's, – it's definitely a huge travel right in the middle of the season. So I'll be interested to see – how uh, you know some of the guys candidly feel about it in about a week when they get back and have to kind of get back into the swing of things here. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. Is what do you think the players are dealing with, coupled with the the flight getting there and just adjusting to everything overall? Well, I'm, I'm sure that you know there's obviously time adjustment. You're trying to adjust to the time as quickly as you can, but then you're going to have to adjust right back in four days. So it's, a, it's I'm sure they're they're trying to figure out how they're going to you know, sort of balance uh, the sleeping rest situation, the time of game. Uh, a lot of them took their families and have kids, so trying to, you know, finesse that situation is interesting. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think it's, to me, that that is kind of the big uh, question mark is, is do you try to convert to the time zone that, that you move to or do you just stick with what you're doing because you know in four or five days you have to go back to the United States and, resume the schedule 
um, that you, you've been on, and I know that they've worked some off days in and around these travel days to try to make it easier on them, but uh, I'm sure it's a challenge. I mean, I, I, you know, our bodies, you know, I think it takes a little bit to, to, to feel like you're wide awake when typically you would be asleep. So um, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I, I'll be interested. I'm sure they'll say all the right things in, in a week or 10 days when they're back and, and back on, on the normal schedule. But uh, I'll be interested to hear how they really, you know, kind of candidly feel about how this experience goes. How do you think a guy like Ollie Marmel and the rest of the staff handle the fact that these are two really big games? They're not just mm-hmm. a couple of spring training, you know, showcase games for the people in London. You need these two wins. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, to me, that's that's one of the, the, the things that I, I'm not crazy about. Uh, you know, obviously I love love the, the idea of growing the game internationally and, and you know, I would be all about it in spring training, but uh, to fly over there and, and to do all this and, and to have two very important games um, to me is, is uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, I, I guess, in my mind, but, you know, I'm, I'm not in charge. So um, I, I think you, you, you just try to make sure that everybody knows, Hey, these, this isn't, this isn't a vacation. And we'll, you know, yeah, you try to have a little fun and, and see some things. And I'm sure uh, they're getting a chance to, to do and see some cool stuff. But uh, I think, you know, having, the concentration and the professionalism to make sure that, hey, we're all, you know, realizing that these two games are, are very much important and we need to go out and play and play well and uh, get used to the field. I think I, I saw them out there earlier, you know, taking some infield and making sure that they're used to the to the, the playing surface. And, um, you know, it would be interesting to see if it plays like it did last time, I guess, where there was home runs everywhere. So, um, it, it's, uh, like I said, I, I think it's, it's interesting for fans, but I know as players, it, it might be a bit of a, uh, a bit of a hassle. Cardinals Hall of Famer, Matt Holiday joining us right now on the fast lane on 101 ESPN, also a world series champ. And speaking of that, Matt, if you were in this clubhouse right now with this Cardinals team that is struggling, but the division isn't good, you are part of that 2011 team that, that roared back when it, when you guys looked like you were dead in the water. What would you be saying to some of the guys in the clubhouse right now as a leader, knowing that you played in, in 11 and yeah. having, having things go the way it did? Yeah, I mean, I think there's plenty of examples, you know, to, to point to, not only in, in baseball and in the Cardinals, but, you know, in sports in general. I mean, even reverting, it was just a few years ago, right, when the Blues were uh, kind of left for dead and, and uh, ended up coming back. Um, so there's, there's tons of examples of, of, uh, of persevering and, and fighting, fighting through uh, difficult parts of the season, uh, you know, teams that look like maybe they're they have no chance, and and heading towards the trade deadline might be uh, figuring out whether they they're going to sell off or or go for it. Um, so I, I think there's like I said, there's there's plenty of of uh, things to point to, but yeah, the 2011 is is got to be you know at the top of the list for Wayno and and uh, you know some of the staff and, and people that have been around uh, you know since then. Uh, to say, look, guys, you know, we were very much in a situation uh, somewhat similar to this that, that ended up in, in, in the high of highs of, of winning in the World Series. So uh, I think that there's enough guys in there that, that can can make sure that that message is being heard, um, that, that, you know, like I said, they're not even to the all-star break yet, and, and if they can start playing well, uh, the, the division is not – it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, and, and uh, you have ch- plenty of chances – uh, coming up to to make some hay in, in the division and and uh, and see what happens. 
Matt, one of the uh, the best hitters in all of baseball at the start of the season was Nolan Gorman. Uh, I mean, he was just as dangerous as can be. Not so much here recently for him. Is there anything that you've noticed that maybe he's doing differently in the recent stretch of games that has got him maybe out of whack a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's anything super specific. I think that this is this is one of those deals where the league adjusts, and then you know you have to adjust back, and and then there's there's going to be pitch patterns that, that you know they have all this data now that that they can go to where he's he's not hitting this pitch, or maybe he's covering this pitch now, and he's not covering this, and and so there's all these adjustments that happen. Uh, first of all, hitting is really hard, and, and hitting a baseball, and um, you know is is very difficult, particularly nowadays where you you only get maybe two at bats off of, of of you know the starter and then you're facing two relievers and, and so um I think that's a combination of a few things, um, Jamie, that 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 probably uh is, is him looking to adjust back to how the league has adjusted to him and, and uh I, I think he'll be fine. I mean he, you know he's still you know twenty twenty two, twenty three years old, um still uh you know kind of finding his, his form. He's made a big jump this year and covering some pitches that he was having a hard time with last year but uh, it's a it's a challenge, and, and uh, I, I think he's he's up for the task. But uh, there's going to be little little dips, uh, you know, and, and uh, some bigger than others. But uh, with his talent and his his uh, you know his power, uh, he's still very dangerous. Matt, building off of the question that Jamie just asked you about Gorman, on the flip side of that, Jordan Walker, since coming back up, he's he's been on a tear for the Cardinals. From the games that you've been able to see, I know you travel a lot, and, and of course you're, you're always uh, checking in with the family and things, but from the games that you've been able to see, what's been different about Jordan Walker's approach or swing compared to when he first came up? Yeah, not a lot. I, I, I don't know about what he's thinking, you know, from the mental side. You know, but I, I think mechanically and, and visually, it looks very similar. I think it goes back to a lot of what we talked about before. I think, um, you know, when, when it comes to picking, your, picking the right pitch, um, you know, as the season goes on, you see more pitches, you're more comfortable in the box. Um, you're, you're kind of in that zone. It's warmer. Uh, your work, uh, your, your routine is, is, is more established. Um, I don't, I don't see a big change in his mechanics. And I, I think when you talk about, uh, hitters, uh, you know, they're going to be very subtle and, and little things. I mean, you know, he's been swinging like that his whole life and, and granted it hasn't been that long of a life, but um it's uh it's one of those things where his natural swing might be um you know kind of more geared towards a line drive approach which is fine and and i think you as you get older uh you learn to, the the pitches that you can hit in the air and and the balls that um i saw you know the ball he hit to right right field right center for a home run like i think there's more of those in there um that that i think he's going to tap into um i don't know that this guy's ever going to be you know sort of this pull 25 homers to the pool side kind of guy, which is, which is okay. It's, it's good. You know, I think he's going to have to use the whole field his whole career. And um, he's, he's built for that kind of uh, production to use the whole field. And, and I, I just think, uh, Anthony, I think he's, he's just, you know, he's confident and, and uh, he's swinging the right pitches. He's your DH right now as a young guy. And I just want to follow up with Jordan Walker and kind of flip it to the defensive side. Mm-hmm. We know he's drafted as a first baseman and he's been in the outfield for obvious reasons, you got a pretty big roadblock at first base for him and Paul Goldschmidt. But what are some of the things that 
a young man or a young baseball player would struggle with in the outfield as far as the biggest challenges getting used to? Yeah, I mean, I think for him it's probably just reps. It's just number of reps and and uh, having never really played out there. And, and uh, I think it's just one of those things, particularly if he's going to be DH and, uh, you know, for, for, for the most part in the next, you know, whatever, couple months, I think it's a good chance for him uh, knowing that he's just going to be DHing to, to get a lot of extra work in. And, and whether it's taking live reads off batting practice or, or you know, getting out there with Willie and, and some of the outfield coaches um, and just getting comfortable with, with angles, um, with reads, with swings, um, you know, if he's going to play left field, reading the ball off the left-hander's bat where it slices away from you, um, or, you know, just, just learning how to, to, to use, um, you know, his athletic ability uh, and, and, and to become, he's, he's athletic enough, he's got a strong enough arm to become uh, at least an average to an above-average uh, outfielder in my mind. And I think that that comes with just comfort level and, and reps. And, um, you know, for, if it was me, I'd, I'd be really pushing hard right now with early reps and uh, taking my shagging very serious during batting practice, knowing uh, that I, I'm going to be off my feet for most of the game uh, just DHing. So, um, it, it, to me, this could be a really great time for, for outfield development and defensive development uh, if they are going to use him as the primary D, DH for a while here. Matt, great stuff as always. Have yourself a great weekend, and we'll circle back with you next week. Sounds good. Good talking to you guys. You too, as always. Thanks. All right. See you guys. That's Matt Holiday, Cardinals Hall of Famer here on 101 ESPN.